Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Hello, fellow patriots, liberty lovers, and chumps for Trump. Great to have you along just after 4 o'clock here on Hump Day on Veterans Day. Thank you, veterans, for your service. And uh, this is the uh, point in the week where I am joined by my friend Dave Schwartz with Freedom Action Network of South Carolina. Dave, welcome. Good to have you here. I guess, you know, with, with all the uh, pandemic problems, businesses shutting down, people losing their jobs, struggling economically, uh, it's good to be a uh, staffer in the South Carolina Senate, apparently, huh? I mean, it's unbelievable. Hey, first, real fast, I, I just want to say happy Veterans Day to all of your listeners. I know you have a lot of uh, of your listeners who have put on the uniform. And, um, Bobby Mack, we, we don't say it enough. It's, you know, what, once a year we get to do this, and then on Memorial Day we get to honor those that, that died. But, really, uh, we wouldn't be having this conversation if it weren't for – uh, the men and women in uniform and that and it's just I'm so appreciative and, and so thankful and um, it's just you know happy Veterans Day to everybody out there and, and yeah thank and, you. and they should uh, yeah and they should know as you mentioned a that uh, we think about them uh, and and their service uh, more than just this one day of the year you know we really do and I, I was it was um, it was it was funny because it's funny you mentioned that because you know, a few weeks ago, and look, folks get caught up on both sides of the politics. Uh, you know, uh, uh-huh. they they start calling these politicians heroes or courageous for some right. vote that they took or stand that they, they said on cable news or whatever it is. And I think what it struck me because it upsets me when I hear that, because really, you know, hero, heroism, love and, and you know, I'm, I'm a Christian. It's defined in the Bible. I mean, greater love hath no man than this, that they lay down their life for their friends. The real heroes are our veterans, are the folks that put on the uniform that are willing to give up their lives for our freedom and for us. And that is the truth. And I think that is the point of Veterans Day. And I just um, you're right. I, we do think about it a lot. And I, I thought about it. You know, like I said, I was reminded of that before the election just a couple of days ago. And I have to correct a very good close friend that, hey, they're not heroes. The real heroes are the guys and the men and women that are willing to protect us and lay down their lives for us. And that, that is the truth. Yeah, that's um, absolutely so correct. And you, you, you know the word that gets to me, Dave, and we hear this a lot in sports. Oh, this guy is a warrior. Yeah, he's yeah. A, and, and somebody that's, you know, uh, makes a, a speech on uh, the floor of 
Selma Legislative Chamber. Oh, he's a warrior for the cause. That's right. Uh, I, I'm sorry, but to me, uh, that word should be reserved for right. those uh, who have who have served, those who have been uh, fired upon in anger with ill intent. That's right. Uh, somebody, That's right. somebody in those circumstances is a warrior, and 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 I think it's a misapplication of that word uh, to use it in other venues. I'll tell you what, too. Last Saturday, uh, one of my oldest friends, Doug Greenlaw, uh, he's a former uh, past national commander of the Military yeah. Order of the Purple Heart. Yeah. Uh, he, they, they put together the local chapter of uh, the Order of the Purple Heart, puts together a fundraiser over at Top Golf, And yeah. uh, they in, invited me as they, as they have uh, every year that it's been going on. This was the third year. Uh, they invited me to take part and play on Doug's team. And i tell you what, you know, uh, these people and, and virtually everyone there was a recipient of the medal that uh, awesome. our first president and general in charge of the Continental Army, uh, George Washington, designed and came up with a concept for combat wounded veterans. That's right. Um, they, uh, they all... Uh, just to me, uh, there's an aura uh, about these people, those that uh, that that have fought and been wounded and and come back. And uh, it, it's just uh, I, I, back to my original point, I think when we use the word or uh, warrior, that's right. uh, it is it is miscast if you're not talking about somebody that's not in the military. You're so right. And like I said, a hero, warrior, uh, right, courage. Yeah. Um, and, and in the world of politics, we have to be careful because when we do that, we denigrate those true warriors, those true heroes that you were talking about that you helped raise money for. Yep. Those are the real true warriors and heroes. Those are. And like I said, uh, you know, it's for me as a Christian, as, as somebody that, that follows the Bible, uh, it's written right there. You know, the, those that are willing to lay down their lives for their brother, for their friends. Those are heroes. Those are warriors, not politicians on Capitol Hill, even in the White House. Right. I mean, we have a tendency to give these terms away and we shouldn't. We've got to be careful about that. Um, but I'm, I'm you know that you're exactly right. Now, I'll tell you who's not a warrior, and who's not a hero <laughs> are these glorified coffee fetchers in the state house that got right. huge raises this year. The nerve did a great report last week on. Just by the outrageous and outlandish salaries, and in some of these cases, massive raises over the last year. And we're talking 2020 here. No explanation, no documentation. Um, they even made, you know, Rick and Dredd at the Nerve FOIA for, to file a Freedom of Information Act request for the numbers when they're supposed to be upfront and be transparent about these salaries. But, Bob, I, I, and I, I bring a unique perspective. You know, I worked on Capitol Hill. Um, right. I was one of these staffers at one point. And let me tell you something. They didn't they don't do anything. OK, they are not important. <laughs> they don't work hard. Um, and, and for the most part, you're a glorified coffee fetcher or paper. Right. Pusher. Sure. They're the assistants to the assistants. And if, you know, you're a fan of the um, the old program, The Office, like I am. <laughs> They're really the assistant to the regional manager. They're like the Dwight Schrutes of right. South Carolina. Yeah, and, exactly. And, you know, for them to be making, in some cases, over $225,000 a year. And I'm not kidding. Whoa. I'm wait, not kidding. Just, wait just a second. 
I could have sworn I heard you say that uh, some of these people are making more than $225,000 a year. Jeff Gossett is the Senate clerk. He's the, quote, parliamentarian. He gets $225,000 a year. He got himself a 7% pay bump, by the way, this year. Um, you know, Charles Reed, who's the clerk of the House, makes $212,000 a year. Patrick Dennis, who's the chief of staff to liberal Jay Lucas, the Speaker of the House, also makes $212,000 a year. Bob Heather Anderson, who's the staff attorney in the state Senate, she makes 150 g a year. She got a 33% raise last year. I mean, wow. we're talking right nobody, in nobody in the nobody in pandemic. nobody in the private sector got a 33 and a third percent rate increase in 2020. Uh, I would stake my life on it. Look, this is what, and and again, we're talking about millions and millions of tax dollars every year going to these folks' salaries. And it, again, it'd be one thing, Bob. It'd be one thing. Number one, if they actually had, I mean, teachers. Police officers, firefighters, right? Right. Speaking on Veterans Day, military. I mean, these people aren't important. Let me tell you. And again, I come from the unique perspective. I used to be one of these people. Mm-hmm. I used to fetch coffee on Capitol Hill. And and by the way, Columbia is a part-time legislature, unlike Capitol Hill, which is a you know full-time. They're there year-round in Congress. Right. Yep. In the state house, they're only there for five months of the year. They're making upwards of $225,000 every year. And so, look, this is commonplace, and I hate to say it, but we've got no documentation. There is no justification for these raises, no justification in writing for these salaries, Bob. We've got to go and confront these state legislators because that's who gave these people these raises. That's who gave the paper pushers assistance their raises is our state legislators. And by the way, we've got a great opportunity to do that next week, Monday night, right here in Greenville County. They're mm-hmm. hosting a town hall meeting, their, their quarterly legislative delegation meeting, 5.30 p.m. At, at County Square. And if you want to come confront these your politicians, your legislators with us, we're going to have dozens of fan of SC activists there. If you want to come along with us, Text the word DRAIN, D-R-A-I-N, DRAIN, to the number 52886 on your cell phone. DRAIN as in drain the swamp. Come help us drain the swamp on Monday night, 5.30 p.m., County Square, right in Greenville. They're going to be there. Your state legislators are going to be there. We can go confront them about this, and we've got some other things that we need to confront them on. Yeah, you But bet. this is one of them. We can hand them this article. Who, who passes? Ross Turner, state senator in Greenville, right? Tom Corbin. I mean, for goodness sake, who approved this? Yep. Who approved these raises that they could go out and, and just go and give these raises? You know, I mean, what? who gave them permission to go do this with our tax dollars? I, I mean, I, I don't understand it fully, Bob, but we've got to go confront them. You can join us. We're going to be – like I said, we've already got nearly 100 folks that are going to be there with us. Excellent. Come out, join us, text the word DRAIN, let us know you're coming. Text the word DRAIN to 52886. Join us for dinner afterward. By the way, dinner on us. We're going to have nice. pizza at the Mellow Mushroom on us, Bob. But come out and join us Monday night, 530 at County Square. Let's confront these politicians. Text the word DRAIN to 52886. Let's ask them about this. Bob, let's also ask them about how for the fifth year in a row they refuse to restore our Second Amendment rights. 
Why right. didn't well, that happen? Why didn't they vote on that this year? Fair, fair questions. And, and as uh, Dave just mentioned, there are other issues uh, that we want to raise with these individuals coming up on Monday night. And we'll, we'll delve more into that. Usually, Dave is just with me for this first segment of the 4 o'clock hour on Wednesday. But with Thanksgiving coming up, uh, with a holiday, uh, we're going to double up today. So we'll take a quick break here and then come right back on the other side. And we'll talk about some of these other issues that also uh, need to be on the agenda Monday night. Be right back here on the Bobby Mack Show with Dave Schwartz. It is our Freedom Action Network of South Carolina segment here on Wednesday. Happy Veterans Day. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Welcome back. 423 here on the Bobby Mack Show. It is our Freedom Action Network of South Carolina segment we typically do on Wednesday afternoon. And we're doubling up on the segments today because of Thanksgiving is coming up. And that's going to uh, create havoc with everybody's schedule. Uh, Dave Schwartz uh, joining me this afternoon. We're talking about how all of our state, legislate, le- state legislators, easy for me to say, are going to be at a town hall meeting Monday night at 5.30 at County Square for their quarterly delegation meeting with the public. And uh, Dave is uh, putting together a group to go down, uh, give them a uh, hail and hearty handshake, <laughs> as they said in Blazing Saddles, <laughs> and, and, uh, and pose a few pertinent questions to them. Right, Dave? Yeah, look, I mean, you know, and we've talked, Bob, we've talked about this for forever. I mean, you know, our Second Amendment rights are so important. South Carolina should be the state with the, the most protected rights. We're not. We don't, we're one of only five states that doesn't have open carry. Why is that? Right? Yeah. Why is it every year they ignore that bill? They kill it. They cover it up. They were, you know, the Republicans team up with the Democrats to kill that bill. Um, you know, why aren't our roads fixed? You know, why, why are they continuing to funnel money to corrupt you, let them in slush fund the state infrastructure bank? Right. Uh, for pet projects and roads like, um, you know, Locust Hill Road up in Greer still aren't fixed, Bob. Mm-hmm. Still not fixed. You know, why is that happening? These legislators are responsible for that. They appoint and control the SCDOT. Another great question. This is this was um, from some of our actors. You know, where's all that stimulus money that they got from the federal government in the spring? I mean, we're talking about two billion dollars, Bob. Where did all that money go? What Good did it question. spend on? What right. is it? 
those are those are great questions for your state legislators because they are responsible for that. I'll tell you another thing. It was news um, out of the Low Country today. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dominion Energy, right? They're the they're the company that took over for uh, SCE and G after the whole nuclear debacle, right? Um, they, they all these politicians promised that they would never raise our electricity rates <laughs> in the Low Country. And here Dominion comes as we're going to we're, we're asking the PSC, we're asking these legislative appointees to raise the rates by 8 percent. Bob, it's only a matter of time before Duke comes back and they want themselves another rate hike. So, sure. again, legislators responsible for that. They appoint the Public Service Commission, the folks that determine whether or not Duke can have themselves that electricity rate hike. So these are there are a lot of questions that need to be asked. They need to be confronted. They need to see their constituents. They need to see us. They need to see the residents of their district, the folks that they're supposed to represent. I think that's one of the biggest problems we face is that these politicians, they're too good at, at you know, kind of cutting away and, and not being able to see us or not being able to be spoken to. We've got to go see them. We've got to go talk to them. We've got to go confront them. We've got to go ask them these questions. And, again, we make it super easy. Let us know you're coming out. Join us. We're going to have a great big group. Coming out uh, Monday night, 5.30 p.m., County Square. All of your state legislators are going to be there. You've got questions, go ask them. Here, here's your opportunity. Come out and join us. Text the word DRAIN. Let us know you're coming out with us. Text the word DRAIN as in Drain the Swamp in Columbia. Text the word DRAIN, D-R-A-I-N, to the number 52886 on your cell phone. DRAIN to 52886 on your cell phone. Come out and join us. Free pizza dinner afterward, by the way. Uh, come join us for that as well. But let's go confront these folks. Let's go get some of these answers. Why aren't our gun rights restored? Good question. Why aren't our roads getting fixed? Where's that stimulus money going? We want a full account of it. Why are your staffers making a fortune on our backs? Yeah. These are all great questions they need to give answers to. They need to answer us. They need to be confronted. Now, we are, we are critical uh, we're called for on a weekly basis here on my segments with Dave. But it occurs to me, Dave, we have an opportunity here to at least commend them uh, marginally, I guess, because at least our state legislators are meeting with their constituents, unlike the Greenville County Council that continues right. to say, oh, well, no, the, the threat of the dreaded Wuhan flu uh, oh. from which 98% of people recover, uh, the, yeah. the threat of the dreaded Wuhan flu mandates, I love that word, mandates that we do these virtual meetings. Uh, right. and, and by the way, because they are uh, e-meetings or virtual meetings, uh, that necessitates we're only able to discuss items that are on the agenda. So you can't even bring up any questions you have about roads unless it's on the agenda. So at least uh, the, uh, the Greenville County delegation uh, has the, uh, uh, the spine to, uh, to meet with their constituents face-to-face and in person. And I wish that the Greenville County Council would take that as an instructive lesson. Uh, agreed in the exact same room, by the way, that the county council would normally meet in. So, yes, what's good? Yeah, what's <laughs> good for what, apparently the state legislators and the public can get the the Chinese coronavirus in this building, but but the county council feels that it's too much of a threat, so they don't want to meet. They only want to do Zoom meetings. Where, by the way, 
in addition to what you just described, the restrictions there, once they meet on Zoom, it goes away. There's no recording of this. So right. no, you're exactly right, Bob. And I'll tell you, the other thing is, and we talked about this last week, the Republicans, right, because that's the majority of the legislators here in Greenville are Republican. The Republicans have no more excuses on these issues. They have no more excuses when it comes to our gun rights. They have yep. no more excuses when it comes to uh, life, when it comes to abortion, right? They have to they, – they've, they've won seats. The state Senate is now almost two to one Republican to Democrat. It's filibuster-proof. The House is two to one Republican yep. to Democrat. Republicans have complete control. There's no more blame game on the Democrats. Oh, the Democrats are subverted this. No, this is up to you to get this done. You need to restore our rights. You need to fix our roads. You need to make sure that this stimulus money is spent properly. It's up to these Republicans to do it. There's no more excuses, Bob, and you're exactly right. It's a clown show. Uh, Butch Curvin and company still yep. won't meet. For yeah. county council that's sad but, I, I think but we'll, we'll I, tackle that another day i think i figured it out though uh, dave just i mean thinking it through here uh there is herd immunity where the state legislators are involved <laughs> but there is none there is no he- herd <laughs> immunity if if it's a county council meeting that must be uh the the line of demarcation <laughs> there dave schwartz with freedom action network keep up with them on a daily basis uh, through social media that's right. Facebook.com forward slash fan of SC, Bob. We're also on Twitter at fan of SC and parlor at fan of SC. And again, if you want to join us on Monday night, text the word drain to the number five, two, eight, eight, six on your cell phone. Come out and join us. Have a good time. Sounds good. Thanks as always, Dave. Talk to you next week. Buddy. Thanks, Bob. You bet. 431 here on the Bobby Mack show. Annie is ready to go in the news center. I go to the phones for more of your calls. When we come right back on the other side, it's veterans day. Thank you. Vets. People from uh, all over planet Earth want to come to America. And uh, you want to do so legally? We are all for it. America is a nation of immigrants. And um, on this Veterans Day, you know, that's one, uh, one of the pathways, you know. Uh, come here legally, serve uh, in, uh, in our military, and uh, become a citizen. Uh, to the phones we go. Thanks for patiently waiting. Kevin is next up. He is in Greenville. And when I say patiently waiting, I mean patiently waiting. Thank you, Kevin. Good to have you here. Well, hang on. Let's say patiently, but also working from home today. So <laughs> <laughs> That does make it easier. Yeah. Yes, it does. Uh, well, Bob, you know, it's, it's difficult right now when, when I get a chance to call in and it's almost difficult to decide what to talk about because there's so much to talk about. So I, I, hear you. I try to focus as much as possible the, the ideas. But uh, the other night I was watching uh, Joe Rogan on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, let's not get into the controversy, but he had uh, Snowden on, and Snowden was discussing a number of things from the past, and he had raised some points about uh, some of the NSA interactions and these types of things and how some of the decisions were made, how the current president at the time was involved. Right. And all these parts and pieces and involving certain people of the House and the Senate that would technically create some, some indemnity on, on some of these factors. And 
I, I guess it's most difficult because you'd have to imagine that this is still going on. And I, I, I can't say without having proof that, yes, there was fraud. Do I believe it? Yes. What yeah. type? I don't know. Right. But you know that certain people in government that are currently in seats, uh, Senate, House, wherever, you mm-hmm. know that some of them have to be involved in this. Um, but it becomes very difficult to, to trust. Uh, I have a very difficult time right now trusting our government in general. Uh, I have a very difficult time knowing where money goes. Um, I'm really concerned the most about our country just for, for these types of ideas, but we've done it to ourselves. Yeah. Uh, we've elected these same types of people over and over again, and they sit in these seats, and we think that we trust them, and we don't stand up. We don't try to sit back into the seats ourselves. And for the past 20 years, we have seen these types of things happen. They go up and sit in front of Congress or, or, or whomever, and they're chastised, and then they walk away. Right. And that's and it. There's no wonder all these things. That's it. Right. That's it. And, and to be honest, after seeing all this in the past and putting it all together, I can tell you what's going to happen through all of this. You're going to get closure. You will get closure. Mm-hmm. But it won't be the type of closure you want. Yeah. There will not be any indictments of people. There, were, there will very likely be little to no jail time for some of these people. We'll find some things. That, that are issues, but your idea of how you feel right now is not going to fulfill your level of closure that, that you need. Yeah, and there, this there's is certainly going to continue. Yeah, there certainly is that danger. And, and here's the overarching problem from the way that I see it, Kevin. Uh, in a sense, this, this, these kinds of circumstances, uh, this kind of suspicion that the elitists who are, are manipulating the levers of, of power for their own benefit uh, have created a, a level of distrust in our institutions that when all is said and done, uh, ends up acting as a, a form of voter suppression. And by that, I mean uh, people just throwing up their hands in disgust. As we heard in that piece that I read the other day, uh, uh, from the from the woman who just said, I've had it. I'll never vote again. It, it, it doesn't seem to matter. And, and I'm afraid that uh, the numbers of those individuals uh, who adopt that attitude uh, may be growing as a result of what we're seeing here. And uh, to me, uh, that that's really dangerous because you can understand how people can become so frustrated that they will say, well, look, you know, if if I even bother to go and vote, I am essentially endorsing a corrupt system, no matter what side I vote for. Uh, and and well, that that that's that's a that's a real danger uh, to our republic. Well, if we're talking corruption, and if I get close to time, you tell me. But if we're talking corruption. Let's look at social media. Yeah, this is the greatest time to get your kids off of social media. You bet. If you imagine what we saw in our, in, I'm younger than you, Bob. Uh, so, but well, I've who's seen not? How media <laughs> has changed me. <laughs> I've seen how media changed me in the '90s and yep. in early 2000s, and right. I see uh, in the future, 20 years from now, what is the media happening now going to do for our population in the future? Right. And and, 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 and this, this is, this is, this, and, 
Yeah, exactly. If parents don't tell their kids, I'm sorry, but you don't need to be on this, wean them off it because it is addictive. This is a perfect opportunity, and thank you for the lead-in, Kevin, for me to mention again, get your kids with you and watch the Netflix documentary, The Social Dilemma. That's The Social Dilemma. It's on Netflix. It is former high-ranking individuals within big tech in Silicon Valley, and you will see exactly how they are manipulating you and your children and everyone on planet Earth. Kevin, uh, I've got to run. Uh, Thank you. Very valid points and and well thought out, and I appreciate you sharing them with us today. Good of you to be here. And and thanks again uh, for waiting, even though I understand uh, you were multitasking at the time. <laughs> Quarter before five here on the Bobby Mack Show. Be right back, and more of your calls are on the way next. Welcome back. Great to have you along. Nine before five, closing minutes of the uh, four o'clock hour, the Bobby Mack Show here on Veterans Day. As we go back to the phones, let's head to Spartanburg next and bring in Ron. Hello, Ron, and welcome to the program. Hey, Bobby. So far, so good. Amen, brother. Uh, I just wanted to, uh, as a, a, an old bubblehead, I wanted to, uh, <laughs> that is, uh, that is uh, uh, newer than the Hunley and older than uh, Red October. <laughs> That's quite a spread. <laughs> yeah, well, anyway, you got to give yourself as much room as you can. You know? There you go. Got to have some leeway. Yeah. Anyway, uh, I wanted, uh, first of all, I wanted to shout out to all uh, my fellow veterans to have, uh, to wish them a, a happy Veterans Day and to have a happy and a long and fruitful life. Amen to that. The next thing I wanted to do was uh, follow up on the caller that you had a, a little while ago that was. Uh, enlightening us on the salaries of all these political minions. Yeah. I, uh, I think that should be hammered home every day because I think that uh, all these people out there that are killing themselves for 30 to 40, maybe $50,000 a year uh, mm-hmm. just to make ends meet need to know about that. I don't, I'm, I was trying to think, uh, if, if I could think of anyone who got a 33% pay increase in 2020, the way this year was, are you kidding me? Well, uh, it's in a nutshell. They're, they're connected, and they're connected to the politicians. And uh, if I think if the American public was aware of what's going on, they'd have a fit. Yeah. Yeah, I suspect you're right. And this is how bad it is, Ron, and you probably know this already. Uh, Members of Congress used to catch heat because every year they would vote themselves a pay raise. Uh, They're so hypocritical, they got tired of taking heat for voting themselves a pay raise every year. So they changed the way that the pay raises work for members of Congress, House and Senate, they get an automatic pay raise, and the only way it stops is if they vote against it. Well, you got the Fox, 
guarding the hen house. Yeah, you do. You know, Dave posed the question. He said, you know, how can these people uh, get big raises like this? They can because they can and and do it with impunity. And that's because it's the words not getting out. They're right. They're they're being very successful in hiding it. You bet. And that's why I think this needs to be on broadcast every day with uh, callers like your uh, your previous one that uh, that turned the rock over on all these parasites. Yeah. Yeah. Because, look, as, as Dave, Dave Schwartz is who he's talking about from Freedom Action Network of South Carolina, as he pointed out. Some of these people were making 150, 175, 200, 225, 250 thousand dollars a year for a job where they work five months out of the year. Uh, where do you sign up for that? I never found it myself. No, me either. Yeah, nine months of the year at sea at twenty-five cents an hour. <laughs> uh, it's 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 ridiculous, and it's another. Uh, example of the kinds of, of things that go on that contribute to our distrust of uh, of everything government. I mean, it, it's like you go all the way back to the 80s and Ronald Reagan. Hi, I'm from the government and I'm here to help. Oh, yeah? <laughs> yeah, I got you. Yeah. So I, I hope you can get more callers uh, uh, on this particular uh, topic to call in. And I hope it goes uh, national uh, because, uh, you know, there's a lot of people out here that are killing themselves every day, five days, six days, sometimes seven days a week to feed their family, pay their rent. And, uh, and, and we've got uh, people out there that are delivering coffee and doing all kinds of uh, probably corrupt things for their uh, for their bosses, uh, making 150 grand a year. Yeah, it's uh, it's pretty sad. Uh, thank you, Ron, and thank you for your service and your call today, sir. Uh, Money Penny, you still have uh, the uh, soundbite of uh, Bill De Blasio's daughter, the mayor of New York. You got that handy as well. Okay, uh, but the reason I ask, uh, Bobby, uh, can you play that audio of that lady saying how Biden stole the election? Uh, that lady is the daughter of the mayor of New York, Bill de Blasio. Another texter saying, uh, thank you for your service, Bobby. Also, can you please play the audio of de Blasio's daughter again? Is there a video of that? Yes, there is, and it's on YouTube. Thanks from Kim in Chesney. Here is Bill de Blasio's daughter. Well, for me, it's really special because now we have the first black Asian female president in office, elected, and Joe Biden was able to steal, steal mom, because it's a win. Sorry. I don't want to lose here. Did you hear that? Yeah, we've got... Uh, uh, we got uh, Kamala in there, and uh, Joe Biden was able to steal the election. Videos on YouTube. It's Bill de Blasio's daughter. See you back with the 5 o'clock Follies next.
Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.